0: Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at progressive.com to see if you could save.
1: Your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. I'm your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist, and this is Star Talk. <laughs> this is a special edition of Star Talk. Uh, it's a, it's our uh, Valentine's Day edition. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna talk about love. Oh yes. No no love. L u u u u v. And I know we we could probably handle that our own, but we bring in some expertise. Yes. And and we're gonna bring in Helen Fisher. She's been on Star Talk before, and it new book Anatomy of Love. The Anatomy of Love. And what color is it? It's red. Yeah. Well, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> the red cover, uh, uh, Helen Fisher. You're like the world's expert on on like uh, love, marriage, relationships. You work for the the, uh, the Kinsey. Uh, I'm at the
2: Kinsey Institute. The Kinsey Institute. But K-
1: the Kinsey Institute. Yeah. This is the famous Kinsey. That this is
2: the famous Kinsey, the Kinsey who Kinsey. really studied love. He did. he yeah, was very good. Way before everybody else did, he did. The, the, excellent, excellent. And, and in this edition, this is but g- sex. He actually studied a lot of sex lot more of than sex. he did love. Sex. Yeah. We really broke into studying love. I mean, people really thought this was part of the supernatural, part of the stars. But, and, but uh, what's love got to do with it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> people pine for it, live for it, kill for it, and die for it. It's um, one of the most powerful brain systems on earth. Minute, is that love or sex
3: we're talking about? I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> what you just said. Everybody, it's that's that's sex. That's we so agree. Awesome. We agree that happens yeah, for sex.
2: I don't think if you ask somebody to go to bed with you and they say, no, thank you, you don't kill yourself. But around the world, Speak people Speak for yourself, kill,
3: Helen. <laughs> <laughs> gotta tell people you, kill take rejection well.
2: Yeah. Uh, nobody takes rejection well. And nobody gets out of love alive. Like, you know, Ooh, we all As a matter of Man. fact, it's an addiction, you know, a very powerfully wonderful addiction when it's going well and a perfectly horrible addiction when it's going poorly. But anyway, you know, you say, is it a sex or is it love? I- I've mentioned this to you before. I think I think we've evolved three distinctly different brain systems for mating and reproduction. One is a sex drive. Mm-hmm. One is fe- feelings of intense romantic love. Mm-hmm. And the third is feelings of deep attachment. And I think oh, people I got
1: go, one
3: out of three.
2: <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Not Which bad. What is this now?
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so for this for this edition of Star Talk, we're gonna be, we're soliciting we've solicited questions from our fan base through our various uh, media platforms, and they're all about sort of. Valentine's Day and love. Yes. And and, and all that goes with it. Yes. Love. I have one live anecdote just to start off with. Uh Um, So, uh, in the medical community, there's a disease of lovemaking, which is collectively called venereal diseases. Mm. And that is actually named after Venus. Really? The goddess of love. So, the the genitive form of Venus is Venera.
3: Right and in fact,
1: the Russian space missions to Venus were all called Venera Venera one Venera two Venera three huh. the medical doctors said oh here's a disease peculiar to love making and love and beauty and all that go with it let's name it after Venus so they call them venereal diseases. Then we astronomers came along and said, we need a name of some of an alien who might be from Venus. We're not going to call them venerials now <laughs> right. the word is taken. Exactly. So we had to invent a non-legitimate word. And so you're Venusian if you're from Venus, but you are technically you should be Venerian. Venereal. Oh, okay. So when the Venerials come.
3: Great. <laughs> <Right>. Say <laughs> so I'm a Venusian. Oh, yeah, so, you're say you're Venusian. Yeah. <laughs> you get a little further
1: in, in the social ladder if you're The cool
3: so. thing about that is doctors uh, gave us um, the term for VD, which actually is the same Valentine's Day as VD as well. Which, Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Ouch. Well, think about yeah. it. Ouch. Valentine's yeah. Day, venereal disease. Ouch, Chuck. Just... Wait a minute. There's good parts of this Valentine's day. <laughs> <laughs> We're all fine. Okay, we're just laying laying the, laying the I'm blanket. I'm just saying, day. it's never been a good day for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no,
2: me neither. I'm always working on that day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Chuck, you got some questions. I have, we, yes. None of us have seen them, and Helen is here to you know, I'm just here to
3: like direct them to Helen because I don't what the hell do I know. Mm, yeah, these okay. are our Cosmic queries, of course, like you said. Cosmic uh, queries. Uh, taken from us. all over the uh, internet. So okay. let's start off with uh, Chris Reed coming to us from Twitter. CD Reed is his handle. Evolution is about the natural selection of traits. How has love evolved and what traits were left behind? So uh, that's a really good I know. question. I know. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's a really good question. And I wonder if I can add to that. Yeah.
1: If, you know, we think of love as distinctly human, but right. d- d- does this preclude other animals, especially other mammals, right. from having the same sentiment? Oh, and no. why, why else would we say, oh, look at the love birds? Right. We right. would analogize yeah. our love to what we yeah. know are two birds.
2: So there's think, three questions beaks. really on the table. And let me start with the with the evolution of it and, and the brain. You know, I put people in brain scanners and study the brain circuitry of romantic love. That's what scares me about you. you but know, nice. Well, I wouldn't
3: say, you know. Talk, a- <laughs> talk about your foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> ho, ho. No, I mean, put, put your we put mate in the brain head. scanner. See Girl, if he really does love you. Well, go you ahead and get what? in that brain scanner. <laughs> that's you how know. we starting this off tonight. <laughs> you, you know, you, in you, a brain scanner. That's what we doing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, you can know every ingredient in a piece of chocolate cake, and then when you sit down and eat that cake, you feel that joy. In the same way, I can know everything you can know about love, and still make the same mistakes. Everybody. Bro, just to be clear, to
1: guys, know? chocolate cake is really just chocolate cake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe just, maybe just. You.
3: <laughs> that's true. It's just chocolate cake.
2: This is a brain system. It came from mother mammals, it came from other birds, all kinds of animals feel attraction to certain creatures and not attraction to others. You know, too old, too young, too uh, feathers out of order, antlers too big, uh, too little, etc. etc. You don't oh, want to. God, it, so. I
3: know that part.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> the yeah. bottom line is <clears throat> we did evolve. Get your antlers out of this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I want to see your
2: antlers. <laughs> Show me your antlers. Anyway, the bottom line is this brain system came out of nature, so long before mankind came down out of the trees, began to stand up on two feet, began to need to form pair bonds to rear their young, and the brain circuitry for romantic love began to evolve to, in order to make us focus on one particular individual and start the mating process. But you can see that in other mammals, particularly ones that form pair bonds. You know, you'll see an immediate attraction uh, from of one animal for another, and, you know, they, they're going for it. In fact, this is the evolution of love at first sight. Uh,
1: is it attraction, or is it just they want to mate? How how do you Um, distinguish the two? um, Did you ask them?
2: (laughs) uh, There's actually academic studies that uh, when a female chimpanzee, for example, is in heat and in in estrus, she'll copulate with actually almost all of the males, but there's some she won't copulate with. Uh And it's because she doesn't like them.
3: Because he's a real... a hole, yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Man. Well, the
2: bottom line is, these are different systems, and it, just the sex drive will get you out there looking. But then it's romantic love that, or attraction in other animals, or magnetism, animal magnetism, that enables you to f- sift between all these other animals and focus on the one that uh, works for you. So it's one it thing if, if they don't
1: of- sleep with with you because they're sleeping only one other person. But they're sleeping with everybody, everybody else and you? not you?
3: Uh-huh. That's, that's, that's bad. That's, that's, well, that's I really don't know. Bad. Yeah. It's all bad. Then <laughs> they just find out that the reason uh, the pandas that they had wherever in San Francisco that they've been trying to mate, that the reason they didn't mate was because the female they didn't like, didn't each like, each like the male. Oh. Here you go. Yeah. There you you go. just assume they, they, you put assume the man low. That, all that are the is a really
2: important here. point. Yeah. Because no animal on this planet will copulate with anything that comes along. They all have preferences. And we evolved that system for preferences. And then, of course, when we began to stand up on two legs, females began to have to carry their babies in their arms instead of on their backs. They began to need someone to help them out, at least while they raised the child through infancy. Mm-hmm. And so this brain circuitry for animal attraction evolved into what we call today uh, romantic love. Is,
1: is there anything that was left behind, like the questioner asked? Oh, that's. Wow. Right.
2: A beautiful question nobody's ever asked me. Sure, the ability to share we're not an animal that shares very well. Oh, We're a jealous animal. Wow! Uh, you know, mm. I mean, I was talking last night to some people who are polyamorous, but and and they really just, have to work very means, hard to keep their. Which
3: means you know, several partners. These
2: people actually believe that um, you you can have several partners. You swingers, them, baby! Uh, swingers are the sex sex. They they're swinging for sex. Uh, polyamorous are, are relationships.
3: Fine, yes. So yeah. they're they're
2: romantic. Okay. So they want to keep their deep attachment to one partner, and then have a lot of romances on. The side, and they say they can overcome this this jealousy and the uh, you know, the self deception and all, Lion. but they can't, they work they're very lying. hard on it, mm-hmm. you know. But the bottom line is, no, we're not a good animal, we don't share well, um, and of so course, we're also so, cheaters, you know. I mean, it's a it's a it's an example,
1: uh, so so uh, so in the Mormon tradition of multiple wives for right. the men, then this is you're saying they're. There might be an evolutionary force that makes that not stable because they, they've been stable. doing it for a hundred something. Yeah,
3: years. you
2: know, eighty-six um, percent of world cultures permit a man to have several wives. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but actually, in
3: the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. It can about? be a toothache. Yeah, I can honest. tell you that.
2: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it can be a real panic. I think I told you last time. I knew a man in in uh, you know in Highlands of New Guinea who had three wives. And when I asked him how many he wanted, he said none.
1: Yeah, you know? no, yeah there you go. Uh, be careful what you wish for. It can for. be a
2: toothache. Yeah, yeah.
1: right. Um, plus, as I understand it, historically, the the particularly the Middle East, as I've come to understand it, that was Initially put forth as protection for women, so that if you actually got romantically involved with a woman, she actually you had to then take care of her.
2: Exactly. And so, oh. that's right.
1: so it was a matter of accountability okay. for who you were.
2: It was also ecological reasons, mm-hmm. uh, um, but uh, you know, uh, most societies permit a man to have several wives, but only about five to or ten percent of men in almost all cultures actually have several wives because you got to have a lot of money, a lot of cows, right. a lot of sheep, a lot of education, or something to get two women to share you.
1: So, are there any cultures? where a woman has multiple husbands?
2: Only very few. Among okay. the very rich um, of Southern Alaska, traditionally, um, these people lived in these archipelagos, and the men went out fishing every, every. To be
1: the native peoples of Alaska. The not native the peoples of the Alaska, Alaska uh-huh. yes.
2: And um, a woman
3: Not Sarah was... Palin. Not Sarah Palin. Oh, she I can... have four husbands, you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> <Say that. laughs> but
2: um, it's very um, impractical from a Darwinian perspective, because, you know, if, if a woman is sharing several men, you know, she can't have a baby right. I mean, every nine months. Whereas if a man has several wives, he could have a lot of babies. He have four babies
3: at one time, yeah. at one time.
2: Uh, or more. But the problem with um, polygyny, poly meaning many, gyny meaning women, is that the women fight. Sometimes they uh, uh, try to poison each other's children. Yeah, and not you know, my problem. Don't... Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
3: Keep it that way. Yeah, I'm, I'm no. a husband. I'm, yeah. You guys do your thing. Don't come bother yeah. me with your petty squabbles. Yeah.
2: <laughs> to bond is human. We're a pair bonding animal. But Well, it's also an animal that cheats, and we seem to do both. And I think one of the great 21st century issues is to what degree do we want intimacy with one individual, individual, and what degree do we want autonomy? That great balance between the two is is something we all have to wrestle with. And what
1: intrigues me is how we cherry-pick the animal kingdom to use as examples of how we want to behave. Mm -hmm. So we'll say, oh, an eagle will mate for life. Swans. They'll mate for life. Okay, well, but how about the... What's the one that just has sex as often as it can with as many other? Uh,
2: all of them. No, <laughs> all the all the rest of them. The rest of them. All like the rest of them. Like even eagles. No, no, the, no the, even eagles. Even even swans. No, no, the, we have not found the a naked completely... mole rat.
1: The naked mole rat has two subspecies. Uh-huh. One of them mates for life. The other is just yeah. hoars. Well, just, just, same thing out.
2: with, it's the prairie vole. Yeah, the same prairie vole, with, sorry, yeah, maybe, right. I,
1: maybe that's what I meant. Yes. Not, and,
2: not the naked and mole rat. And some of them, and we know the genes of that, the, the genetics of that. And then you take one of the genes from one of those uh, prairie voles that does mate for life and put them in a non-pair-binding, uh, mouse or something, and it'll start to start, form a pair bond. Too. Start to do so the there nasty. is biology to to um, feelings of attachment. Yes.
1: Well, they put the attachment gene in the ones that were not always be attached. Yes. But how about the the wandering gene? Does that make them wander? Do we we
2: haven't really found a wandering gene. We found uh, a genes in which you attach less. Uh, you okay. know, there's one gene in which the if you have no copies of that gene, you're the most in, among men, actually. It's a study the of men. Most uh, the least promiscuous? The least One promiscuous. One gene, they're going to be more promiscuous, and, the, and two genes that are going to be the most. Actually, not promiscuous, but in st- unstable relationships that are going to lead to promiscuity. So we're, we're uh, finding something. But you know what? Okay. That's your promiscuity
1: coefficient. Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that yeah. should come out in the speed dating rounds, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is your.
2: <laughs> but you know what? It's important. Even though we have predispositions, you can say no to them, you know. Um, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, because we
1: live in civilization. That's yeah, why
2: Yeah, you can, you know, people can be, um,
3: uh, quit their bad habits. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And then some of it is called age for men as well. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just wait wait but just to be clear, just to be clear, they're not habits if we're pre- genetically predisposed. Right. So they they can you can overcome exactly. a genetic predisposition because right. we live in civilization where exactly. certain conduct well uh, is necessary.
2: Very well said. And then you just get too it's amazing old. Amazing how many people don't though. I mean, I've looked at adultery in 42 societies and you find it even in places where you can get your head chopped off.
1: Right, it's not know. even adultery, there's murder. Uh, There're things there's transgressions yeah. of right. of a society that, Well,
2: that's a, I mean, I think that most of our crimes have passion come because people have been they've lost a true love they've yeah. lost
3: from a darwinian perspective they've lost uh, life's
2: greatest prize which is a mating partner
3: wow yeah, yeah they need to rethink some things that's <laughs> what i'm saying you got another you got another okay, let's move on all that right. was let's fascinating stuff man all right let's get down to here's one from the teen poet Okay. Coming to us from Twitter. That's a Twitter handle. That's okay. a Twitter handle. Uh, uh, at the Teen Poet 322 uh, wants to know, is human love more than chemical reactions, as in Interstellar's unrealistic ending? Well, thanks for the critique <laughs> inside the question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just in case people missed that moment in Interstellar, Interstellar right? where uh, Anne Hathaway's character, says, maybe, I'm paraphrasing, you know, love is something that transcends even dimensions.
3: Right. And oh, Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's love that they're using to communicate with us through uh, basically space and time Yeah, through the space time space time continuum. continuum. Yeah. Love is the language that transcends the space time. So, so, so if I can tighten the question, how much
1: of your research tells us that love is just electrochemical in your brain, and it's nothing more or less than that?
2: Well, bottom line is everything is electrical and chemical in your brain. I mean, everything, you, know, okay. you think of anything, do anything, uh, feel anything, any kind of drive, thirst, hunger, all of them. So Chuck,
1: it doesn't permeate the fabric I mean, of then the we time continuum. No can. And now my heart is broken. <laughs>
2: Uh, and then we make a whole lot of things out of it, and we make beautiful things. I mean, the, all of the love poetry from around the world. I mean, all our plays, our poems, our novels, our sitcoms, our ballets, our mm-hmm. operas, our our theater, our myths, our legends. I mean, the world don't is forget cluttered.
1: porn. <laughs> don't forget porn. Forget porn. porn don't, don't forget porn. <laughs> that, that was co- co- conspicuously absent <laughs> <on that list. laughs>
2: We got it in there, <laughs> Chuck, Thank but, you. But
1: why isn't that just the spectrum of human emotion? of which love is one. Right. One, it's actually a drive.
2: Um, uh, it's uh, the brain So system. is hate.
1: Hate is as big a drive as love.
2: There's no question about it. In fact, okay. they're not even the opposites. The opposite of love is indifference.
3: Ooh. Mm. That's deep. Look at that. That's yeah. deep. In
2: fact, you can hate and love somebody at the same time. You know? Oh, now I that mean, explains
3: a, my parents. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Wow.
2: That we
1: get the frenemy. The, the frenemy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I okay. had a wonderful
2: girlfriend who said of her husband, it was a wonderful marriage, but she said, you know what? Sometimes I hate him, but I always love him. And so you, these are different brain systems, and you can... Flop from one to the other. It's indifference. That's when you are kill, When you've killed the passion. But you know what? It's a drive. This is not even an emotion. It comes, emanates from brain, uh, a little factory in the base of the brain, that is lies right next to the brain regions that orchestrate thirst and hunger, because this is so essential to survival, and it has been for so long. Because if you don't have babies, you don't form a pair bond. You don't pass your DNA on to.
3: There the it flow. is. That's the end of your your line. So it's just. It's basically uh, the second. Greatest driving force in, in 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 our in our being, which the first is, gotta eat. Yeah, uh, you know, you know uh,
2: eating makes you live another day. You know, having sex will make you live. genetically. Make you
3: want for, to live another day. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, that is for sure. That's
3: how you really got to do you, it. By the way, sex is really good for you if it's with the right person. Preach <laughs> it to the choir, baby.
1: <laughs> well, I think so. It's it is reducible in a fundamental way too. I I I came up with three in the list. So okay. there's the there's there's sex, there's food, sex and shelter, were three things shelter. that we need for our survival. Right. And so we ought to be pretty uh, energetic in the acquisition of those three. Absolutely. And uh, also, if you don't... I've
2: never seen anybody kill themselves um, when they couldn't get something to eat. But I've mm. certainly seen people kill themselves when they couldn't get a particular sweetheart. Couldn't get the love. Yeah, mm. I don't think you go around. Mur- well, you might go around murdering somebody for bread, you know, in the right place when you're that's, starving. But
3: yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, uh, would you kill, kill in the name. Kill you won't kill yourself. You kill somebody else, and that's right. why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: I bet there's um, our, jails, our jails are much more filled with people who have crimes, have committed a crime of passion. I mean, these are powerful brain systems. What people will do for love is out of this world. Okay. And particularly around right now, you know. I'm the chief scientific advisor to Match.com. And between um, the day after Christmas and Valentine's Day, the uh, amount of people going onto that site and other sites increases everywhere from 30 to 60 percent. This is the time. This is the season for love.
1: You're listening to Star Talk. Stay tuned for another segment.
3: PXG.com slash StarTalk, code StarTalk. Welcome back
1: to Star Talk. Here's more of this week's episode.
3: <laughs> so, Chuck, what questions you have called from our... Uh, Our listening audience. Well, you know, um, I I recognize this handle as somebody I I know on Twitter, so I figure I'll go ahead and read this. Uh, This is from uh, Ben Makes TV, and he wants to know this. Why does no one love me? Oh. Yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm going to say it's because uh, you pleasure yourself publicly on the train, and people people Chuck. just can't forgive that, fan. <laughs> they can't forgive you for it.
1: Let, let me let me broaden the question, Helen, and ask: Is there someone for everyone?
2: Sure. The, if many. there is,
1: then the person who can't find love is not looking hard enough.
2: They're not looking hard enough. You you know, uh, if you go on these dating sites, it does require some work. You know, first of all, he's probably too picky. Uh, you know, lower your standards. Uh, the
1: guy who's looking for for, no, for, I love. Looking for love. I mean, um, when in doubt, lower your standards. Th- is this advice That's you're so giving us, advice. Helen? <laughs> I got your book here, The Anatomy of Love. You're telling us. Think
2: of reasons to say yes. You okay. know, there's a huge part of the brain that enables us to overlook the negative and focus on the positive. Do it
1: all the time. Uh, all and the time. we want to.
2: Yeah, when you, but one of the problems when you're meeting people online is you know so little about them when you start out mm-hmm. that you over, you know, you overweight those few things that you know. That you don't, know, that and, that you don't and like. You, and you break it up before you, the more you get to know somebody, the more you like them. Mm-hmm. you got to give people a chance,
3: you know. And but see, like, now that is a chemical thing because… And oh, I don't, I'm probably going to get in trouble if I say this. Uh, oof, oh, I'm gonna say We it can in. edit this, Chuck. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here's the truth. I have often sat and said to myself, why, after 18 years of marriage— Okay, stop there. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me protect Chuck you from know, himself. You are gonna protect
1: no.
2: me. I'm not going to say
3: this. I'm just going gonna... oh, to
1: protect Chuck. Back, dying back to hear it. away from the microphone. Uh, Chuck.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> but I've put people in scanners. <laughs> <laughs> It's possible to remain in love long term. I, we have, I and my colleagues have put um, seventy people into the scanner who were married an average of twenty one
3: years. So you're, you're, you're well, no, behind my, the game. I'm still in and, love. Uh, okay. Are you? No, that's my point. That's I'm good. back away from the mic, Chuck. No, you're right. I said right. okay, but I'm still in love. Yes. In love. I mean, yes. in love. I'm, However, yes, no. Now right. listen to me. Don't. And um, you know what? D- listen. If I were to put it down on paper, yeah, I should not be in love. Yeah. I should not Very be. Unrealistic. I really? I should not be. Yeah. This woman, I love her to death, and there's nothing she can do that's wrong. And if I were to actually go and say all the stuff that I probably would be like, no, I don't like that. No, I don't like that. I should have left oh. long ago. So if you if well, you no, if you deconstruct, if yeah. I your deconstruct relationship, my relationship. There's nothing there,
1: but in total it's working for you. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's the best thing ever okay. happened to me I'm So my- so Helen.
3: Should,
2: we evolved
3: in modern to. We evolved to deceive. That's Chuck, you are lying to yourself.
2: Wait, wait, No, you're not. here is why. You're In love with your wife. You help, are help. overlooking the negative, and there's a huge part of the brain that enables you to do that. And bless it.
1: So, so, but let me let me get let me come in the back door there. If you do have a list of what you like in someone, and then you put it on one of these websites, and then you find someone that matches it, the premise is that's your that's your soulmate. But what Chuck is saying is, if you laid out the the, the inventory, if you laid out the portfolio of what, then no, he would have never met her. In That's this true. way, I, I would have never
2: met her this way. I you bet that there true. are real no. You wouldn't have met her, but once I would you meet her, her. there is things about that woman that you really like that that ring deep into then your what
1: of, love wh- map. Then what of these Definitely. websites that are matching people up and slicing and dicing them in these very yeah. what what is it farm Uh, Farmers.com. Farmers.com. Farmers Farmers (laughs) can mate other farmers. Right. Meet and mate with other
2: farmers. Lifestyle so that you can understand it. But the bottom line is these are not dating services. These are introducing services. The only true algorithm is your own human brain. So the faster you can get out and meet the guy or girl in the bar, on the street, you know, it's just giving you a whole range of people, and then you got to do the job. We can give you the people, but you got to do the job. And that's what's really thrilling.
1: But would you agree that if you pre- Pro, if you proscribe right. what you think you're going to be attracted to, that is greatly restricting your options.
2: The problem or it is, could I mean, be
1: at least, yeah, at but least it, there's a potential for a, that,
2: yeah. right? It's. Listen, staying at home uh, and looking for somebody under the couch is certainly going to, uh, you know, not do much for your options. I mean, mm-hmm. the bottom line is, you know, how many people do you meet through your friends? How many do you meet at work? How many people do you meet when at you're playing? The fitness center, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. At the fitness center. And you run through all that. And then how are you going to meet people? No, I think these dating services, introducing services, introducing service. give you a much broader range than you, than we've ever had in all of our history. Oh, I would history.
1: agree. Well, even the ones no. that specify, because there's J-Date for, for right. Jews. And re- lately,
3: they, there's like a white people one. Yeah, white people meet? But white yeah. people. <laughs> yes. What, do they, they have really them. have a hard time then they finding have black people? Meet to okay. which I told a friend, How could I ever meet a white girl on Black People Meet? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but kind of craziness is that?
1: Right, but do, do, do white people problem. actually have a problem finding other
3: white people in a country that's, that... that uh, apparently, all these white people live in Detroit. <laughs> is that what it is? It's <laughs> like, I don't know where I'm going to find another white <laughs> person. Every time I look around, <laughs> uh, I'm here no in Detroit and I can't find any white people.
1: I need a web service to help me find one. Web service to help
3: me. <laughs> no.
2: but you do meet many more people on these dating sites than we ever did through all of history plus throughout your life I mean we've got things like our time which is for people over 50 I mean nice. I can't stand in a bar and have the perfect boy walk by uh-huh.
3: you know I, uh, you're selling yourself short there Helen well, well, thank you i <laughs> <you> right now <laughs> what <laughs> party
2: <laughs> did you have in mind <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Chuck, what are the questions all right, you got there? right, let's get back to this. So
3: tell, tell, we told our boy here just to get out. Ben, get the that, hell off get, the couch. Get out the house. Get right. out the house, yes. Ben. Right. That's the answer to your question, mm-hmm. all right? <clears throat> oh, wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait,
1: wait. Just, just I'm sorry. Uh, just to round that out, round out that question. Go ahead. Should someone change themselves? To be more attractive to other people, Ooh, should they deal. go through a makeover? Good. Should they change their hair? Mm. Should they, other than the minimum hygiene that we expect right. in society, yeah. should someone do that if they're desperate for love? And let me just. And then, it. then if they find that person, did that right. person fall in love with what they created for themselves? Right. Mm. And Is it not? Well, really we do
2: that? fall in love with what we created for us. So yes. No matter what, even if somebody fits somewhat within your love map, you overlook what doesn't fit, and you focus on what you do. So right. we're your constantly. You love map, I like that, Yeah. 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 That's what it is we have this you know we evolve as small children we grow up and we we create a list uh, unconscious list of what we're looking for in a mm-hmm. partner and then you see the perfect Person at the perfect time, and they fit pretty much in your love map, and you get rid. Of, excuse me, what you what you don't like, and you just focus on what you do. So that's that's good. But what was that other
3: question? No, that? No, that? No, what were you going to say? No, I'm saying that uh, you know what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Should you change yourself? All right, uh, yeah. you know. And on the one hand, the answer is no. Uh, well, it, yeah, I mean, you uh, uh, if you're your a career. man, because don't worry, she's going to do that for, for you. You.
1: <laughs> you do
3: not have to worry. <laughs> you in, in to the car and be yourself, man. Because <laughs> what? you are and whoever you are, that yeah. is not what yeah. you are going yeah. to be right. in two years. Right. Okay, it's a good project for us girls. Yeah, yeah but we have a lot, to, yeah. lot, of, lot, yeah. to, lot, of work to do. Uh, I, let me tell you, I've, <laughs> I have a friend that I saw that has been 20 years since we've seen each other, mm-hmm. and we are we we got to hang out. I was in Philadelphia and we got to hang out. We haven't seen each other in 20 years. And Philly's at, your place. That's, that's right, my hometown. And mm-hmm. at the end of the night, he was like, "Wow, man, you you really have changed." <laughs> and he really hadn't. Yeah. But he's not married. Okay. Like what, I, I, you know, I mean, missing... what did you change? He's just me. What did you change? Mostly, your... now that I'm married, I'm gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the most thing, you know, because... <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think you need to do change listen if it's not working you might ought to make some changes but i wouldn't certainly make any changes i mean first of all we it's very hard to make um changes in personality you can be somebody else but it's tiring yeah act okay out of right. character
1: it's an investment of energy yeah, at it, all times yeah and as yeah. it
2: turns out you know you'll turn off i mean by being who you are you will turn off some people but when you find the right one that person's going to really love you so i wouldn't make huge changes sure you you know you can you can change your hair and and maybe stop swearing or mm-hmm. or you know read a little bit more uh, so that you're better educated. So you can call or them or comf-
3: comfort changes. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, okay. That might make the yeah. other person comfortable. Ah, good. Yeah. good. Without really totally Without messing, really with your, messing with you. Exactly. With your profile. Right. Okay. And that's
2: says parts you don't like of you, and mm-hmm. you know you can work on that too. But uh, you know, uh, as you say, she's going to work on you too. Oh, you, know?
3: you rest assured. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Let us move. But on. But men do their
2: work too. You know, women are always scrambling to be, to please. Okay. Yeah, so, but but
1: but we don't know that that's what you're doing for us. You just appear that way, and we think, hey, wow, I really Really like that, not mm-hmm. knowing that you spent five hours creating that, You
3: uh-huh. just said. Like, that was very profound say, what you just said, yeah, the, because that is the difference between what makes uh, a woman appreciate you, because you noticed what she did, uh-huh. but right. you just gave the true male perspective, which right. is we're appreciative of it. We just think like, wow, look at you. This right. is how you look. Yeah, we, we're completely oblivious. We're completely oblivious yeah, that oblivious. you actually took effort and time to make like, yourself everything. look that way. Right. Uh-huh. We're just like, wow, okay, that we're, looks we're, good. We're idiots. Right.
1: Basically, we can.
2: I don't know. I am for for men, and I don't think you're idiots. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll keep to my self deception on that. Okay, exactly, uh, okay.
3: <laughs> exactly. We all right, all right. Here we go. Uh, this is Ray coming to us from Twitter as well, and Ray has a very simple, succinct question, but I think it's uh, quite uh, in in depth when you look at it. Uh, why does love hurt? Oh, boy. Boom. That's Ooh. all he asked. But i got to say, that's that's pretty prolific, what I, he just said. Well, he just asked.
2: It really does. So we've put um, a lot of people into a, a scanner who've just been dumped. And the brain regions that become active when you've been, been dumped is three brain regions linked with intense craving, a brain region linked with physical pain. Physical pain. Uh, physical pain, a brain region, and actually, uh, aspirin helps. Um, when you're rejected in love, with, there's an academic article on that. Wow! And also anxiety that goes along with the physical pain, and you're also brain regions linked with trying to figure out what went wrong, the costs, the benefits, what happened here. And I think so. The brain is in overdrive. It is in. Mm. It's in a terrible state. This is why we have all these crimes of passion, you know. And why does it hurt? It hurts because you've lost. Once I said, you know, life's greatest prize, a mating partner. You've you've lost a, a, a the ability to pass your DNA on to eternity. I think nature over did it to be perfectly honest oh. we really uh we really suffer terribly and there's basically two stages of getting rejected the first is protest you just try to win the person back you'll try to seduce mm-hmm. you'll try to threaten yes. uh you'll you'll try to make them jealous and all that right. and then you slip into this incredible depression and
3: unless you and get them back
2: then, then you get in them which back. case
3: you slip right. into indifference like why did I
2: ever want you in a <laughs> 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 why do I keep yeah. doing this
3: you've heard that other people say this <laughs> yes, Chug, <exactly>. yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> read about it Chuck right, yes. exactly.
2: <laughs> but I, I think it hurts you think
1: it's a real part of the brain center that yeah, is there's responsible
2: there's no question about it big parts of the brain become incredibly overactive you know you can't eat you can't sleep you can't stop crying you,
1: so it's disruptive know. to your human physiology yes
2: and to your social relations and even so your lovesick is
3: actually Sick. It's
1: an actual sick. And you can You're die sick.
2: from being rejected. Um,
1: from oh, wait, don't tell me you die from a broken heart.
2: You die from um, heart attacks and strokes. So the stress.
1: Okay,
3: you so your heart did break. a great deal of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Stress actually yeah. manifests itself physically, yes. and you end up dying of a stroke or a heart attack yeah. because of... Okay. Yeah.
2: It drives up the dopamine system in the beginning. That gives you all that energy and focus and motivation and craving. And then after a while, you can't get them. You finally give up, and you slip into sort of a profound uh, depression. How about...
1: Okay. Uh, as a corollary to this, there are people who are in love with people they've never met.
2: Yes, isn't that so? Interesting?
1: Now, are they? They're not the they're practicing. They're not the, the mating partner that they got to know intimately. Right. right. But nonetheless, the that sentiment is still there.
2: Right. It's a crush. I mean, it's most largely teenagers, but it can be somebody at work you don't ever dare come close to, but you, you know you you feel all that. It'll go away. They're
1: grown. Yeah, I agree with the teenager thing, yeah. but isn't that more women? And when you get older, it's the male stalker of the of the women of the no, women.
2: No, um, men fall fall in love faster than women do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they fall in love more often than women do. Uh, when they meet somebody that they really like, they want to uh, introduce them to friends and family sooner. Men want to move in sooner. Men have more intimate conversations with their wives than women do with their husbands, because women have their intimate conversations with their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And men are two and a half times more likely to kill themselves when a relationship is over. So, men are the... More. Wow! So
1: romance. basically, wait. Just to be clear, I think we're we're more likely to commit suicide in all categories.
3: Probably, I, yes. I think so. Right, yes, so. and homicide. You know, right, right. It's a
2: more mm-hmm. t- delicate. Men
3: are just completely messed up. I was going right? to say it sounds well, to like we're a bunch of love pussies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it comes down to. <laughs>
2: oh my God! I can't live without you. Man. Women are pretty bad, believe me. I've had them on my couch.
1: Uh, so, uh, okay. So we've established it's a, it's, it's real real. pain is real. real. It's not not imagined. You can't just say get over it. it. It's like breaking your leg and saying, get over it.
2: Exactly. As a matter of fact, a week later, you can't remember any physical uh, pain in your tooth, but a week later, you're still really suffering from romantic rejection.
1: Mm. Wow. So that's baggage. I think that's evolutionary baggage.
3: Is there any truth to the fact that they say for every, uh, for every year you're together, it takes six months to get over
2: I don't know the. That's interesting.
3: Yeah, they say yeah. so forever. If you're together with.
1: Right. So at some point, it would take longer than your life, your actuarial life expectancy. Exactly. To but get over it. It's going
2: to depend on who you are, what your other mm-hmm. alternatives are, how much you invested in it, how old well you are. There's going to be many forces in how you get over it. And it's not. Whether
1: very, you bought the couch together, because then you'll have to take the <laughs> exactly. chainsaw and cut it in half when you split that's up. Oh, well, thank God we didn't buy the dog together. <laughs> oh, God. Oh,
2: God. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs>
1: You're listening to Star Talk Radio. Stay tuned.
3: More up next. Do you want to set up your child for success? IXL is used in ninety-five of the top one hundred school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And Star Talk Radio listeners can get an exclusive twenty percent off IXL membership when they sign up today at ixl.com/starttalk. Visit ixl.com/starttalk to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
1: Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Welcome back. Here's more of Star Talk.
3: Chuck, you've got questions from the internet. Yes, I do. All right, what do you have? Let's jump right back on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melissa McCurdy from Facebook says, Is the state of being in love considered mental illness or chemical imbalance? In other words, are you crazy to be in love with somebody?
2: I don't think so. I mean it's, you're gonna just it's the most important thing we do with our lives. but you are a little crazy. I mean you you, you can't eat, you can't sleep, you forget your coat, you you know you don't get to work, you forget to feed the cat, you don't call your mother, you're obsessed. It's an obsession.
1: Right it So isn't. why doesn't it count as some kind of mental disorder? Because, because you're not it's natural, otherwise.
2: It's a natural drive. It's mm. a natural obsession. In fact, I think that all of the chemical addictions hijack this basic brain system that evolved for um, natural craving. So we're trying to actually to say to the medical community that uh, it's a very positive addiction when it's going well and a perfectly horribly negative addiction when it's going p- poorly. But it is an addiction. Mm. The addiction centers become activated. But I don't want to call it a mental Addicted illness. To love.
1: Isn't it like an album or a song with uh, that title? Yes, it is. Who Oops. is that? Uh, Robert Robert uh, Palmer.
3: Robert Palmer. I'm as <laughs> <laughs> well-faced. You're addicted to love. And he's got the models. Yes, all the, the gets, lips. <laughs> and I'm like, I see why you're in love. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that video. Pretty hot chicks behind that you. Was a, that
1: was an early
2: MTV video. Oh, my love. gosh.
1: That yeah. was like.
3: Our poets
2: have said it for centuries. I mean, the oldest love poetry is over 4,000 years old. And this describing love exactly the way we describe it today.
1: Right. You know, okay, so even sense. though it disrupts our... Normal functioning right our responsible functioning as members of society because of its frequency okay. among we humans right. You're not going to say... And it's it's a essential dis- purpose. And you're not going to say it's a disorder. We're going to say it's it's something... It's it's like today where they have drugs living with this disease. Right. It's mm-hmm. not going to cure it's are just going to live with, with it. it. Mm-hmm. it's going right. to teach us how to live with our love. Mm-hmm. That's what you're
2: saying. Well, I would basically say that an awful lot of people would be happy to live with their love. I mean, we're, people are madly in love. Think of nothing else. They don't care if they forget to feed the cat. They're just happy. Happy, really.
3: I mean... Cat it. will <laughs> care if it <you> forgets <laughs> But that... See, now, what you just did there, you... Asked Actually, described uh, the uh, textbook case scenario for a a person addicted to drugs.
2: Right.
1: I don't Absolutely. care
3: about anything. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. care if I feed the cat. Absolutely. I don't right. care if you're right.
2: That's a, There's a big difference. There's many big differences though. I mean, what, you know, the right love affair is going to um, give you tremendous pleasure. It's going to give, give you optimism. It's going to give you hope. I mean, as you drive that dopamine system up when you're madly in love, you get energy, focus, motivation. You know, when you take drugs, you're not getting necessarily. And by the way, the drug's going to be gone tomorrow morning when you wake up. And no,
3: it's still you don't be party love, with me you know? tomorrow morning. Oh. Right. <laughs> now, you mean nine o'clock? clock tonight. <laughs> now go ahead. <laughs> well, that sounds good.
1: Okay, <clears throat> so that's that's a, a fascinating point. There are upside the upside of this. It's a wonderful is a, a fundamental contribution to society and people's Absolutely. happiness. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. right, we got there.
3: Here we go. Let's we move that. on. Move, 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 on up. This is Joe Pettengill from Portland, Portland Oregon, coming to us through Facebook. Once right. you know this biologically, how does the love of a pet differ from the love of a person or love of an object? Does mm-hmm. so or- would mean a person's love of a pet, not a pet's love of the person? Right, not a right, pet's right. love of a person, right. but even though that's a very interesting... I'd like to know about that now that you brought it up. Like, you know... I don't know if she studies non-human uh, animals. Oh, that's
1: well, great. Well,
2: I do. I do, because you have to understand. Um,
1: scare me every solutions. day you keep talking and telling me what you put in your machine.
2: <laughs> I think that's very cool.
1: <laughs> I think my dog wants people. to bang
3: me.
2: No, <laughs> <just saying. laughs> so. But, you know, there's a constellation of traits that are linked with feelings. You have
1: permission are... to use that word in that way for me. Oh, uh, thank a you. A constellation, uh, yes,
2: good. And um, among those things are the um, drive to actually have sex with the person. And you really don't. Most people want to have sex with their dogs. So mm-hmm. you have many of the traits linked with romantic love. I mean, the obsession, the the focus, the, the, you know, you think your dog's the best looking dog in the whole universe. It's the only dog that's alive that counts, etc., etc. So it has some of the characteristics of intense romantic love and feelings of deep attachment, that second brain system, but you don't have any of these sex, sexual things. And you so know.
3: it's, it's the intimacy or physical intimacy yeah. that sets that apart. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so here's You're an interesting
2: fall in love with your small baby too. And, you know, you can fall in love with all kinds of things, but yes, it's that sexual component that's missing. Fall in love with a toaster. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just don't like, have sex with...
2: It. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hot. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: so I have a, I have a question uh, in, on that an animal frontier. Uh, dogs were basically bred yeah. for their loyalty to humans, among other properties. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's an old saying, be the person who your dog thinks you are.
2: Oh, how wonderful! Yeah, because
1: your dog thinks That's you're wonderful. the greatest thing ever. You come yeah. home, no matter yeah. what, no matter the day mom. the dog had, no matter the day that you are the best person there ever yeah. was to happen to them. Okay. So that might might um, fool you into thinking that this is a relationship, right? And the person appreciates you for who and what you are. Right. Now. Cats, not so much.
2: No, not right.
1: so much. So, do we have data to show that people have stronger relationships with their dogs than they do with their cats? Yes, because the dog is reciprocal in its in its. Yes. In its Mm.
2: Yes, and in fact, um, you know they call it chick bait. I mean, a, a man with a dog walking down the street um, picks up more girls than uh, if he's walking along with a cat. Must, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Must love dogs. The whole movie with that title.
2: Must
3: love dogs.
2: He's basically advertising that he can take care of something. <laughs> uh.
3: That's
2: a pretty low bar. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> take care of a pet.
1: Okay. maybe he's good mating material. <laughs>
2: That's exactly, actually we've got data he on picks that. Picks up the poop.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But
2: you know, dogs are pair-bonding animals naturally. Only three percent of mammals. Uh, Form a pair bond to rear the young, and all the wild wolves, uh, foxes, coyotes, um, uh, dingoes, and uh, you know, and dogs form pair bonds. And so but that's they'd, why I
1: thought they travel in packs with they one. do, but one, one alpha male and
2: bribles. one female who are the breeding pair, and everybody else a helper at the nest.
1: Oh, oh, oh! So, so it's not things. one male mating multiple uh, okay, females. Okay,
3: like a pride of lions. It's not a, exactly. It's gotcha. Not a that's pride the difference. not know that. Okay. Exactly. Good.
2: So this is why we bond so easily with them. As a matter of fact, anthropologists think that it's um, dogs that. M- Picked uh, the bonding with us, mm-hmm. and followed along with us, right. you know, and because um, we left
1: uh, food behind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Made, well, you know, we did that on 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 Cosmos. We did like a whole episode, and uh-huh. it's titled "And the Wolf Shall Become the Shepherd." Oh, yeah. Good yeah,
2: so cool. Yeah. 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 Well, um, you know, dogs. Uh, I mean, but
1: that's that's Andrea's poetic. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's got the, there's a poetry side of her that contributes to the scripting, so mm-hmm. that's where that came from. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so okay. So, that's real.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's good. It, it's good. real.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it probably creates a lot of the oxytocin, you know. The, the, the brain system for attachment is the oxytocin system in the brain. I think what people, men and women, get out of their relationship with their dog is all the hugging and touching and everything, and all of that drives up the oxytocin system in the brain linked mm-hmm. with feelings of attachment.
3: Right. Attachment.
2: So, yes. And it probably is the same in the dog, but it's certainly in that feeling in, in a human being. So, um, you know, as you put your arm around somebody, as you hold hands with them, as you you hug them as you learn to sleep in their arms. You're driving up this oxytocin system, and um, and 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 it's a feel-good chemical. No question yeah. about it. Okay.
1: you're, yeah. good. Right. <laughs> all right. you're good. All right. good. All right. I don't need you. I got my ox- uh, oxytocin pills. That's all. <laughs> right. I don't need you for nothing. I'm just thinking about my own. Names. Just don't crush it up and snort it. All right, Chuck. We got five minutes left. We're going into lightning oh, round. Lightning round. Yeah, so no, uh, no longer the luxury of long answers. Long answers. To okay. okay. try to get through the list because we have Chuck. You have multiple pages. Okay. Is a question. I do. I've got it. Okay. I'm gonna test my bell. Good. There it is. Okay. Okay. So you're gonna give soundbite answers. Pretend you're on the evening news, and you have two minutes to give your entire interview. Okay. Okay. You
3: ready, Chuck? Go. go. Jeffrey Clark on Twitter says, "What's the science behind attraction? Am I pre-programmed to be attracted to certain traits, or is attraction a learned behavior?" Love it. Go for it.
2: It's not a learned behavior. I mean, some of it is learned, but uh, chemically, we're drawn to certain people rather than others. I've figured out when people say we have chemistry, I understand what that means now. So, so that's yeah. real? Yes. We're going to be naturally drawn to some people rather than others, bas- basically
3: because of body chemistry. Body chemistry. That's called yeah. BO, I think. <laughs> 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 yeah. Let's keep going. Go. Next you know. question. Uh, this is from Dan Larkins on Facebook. Wants to know this if evolution favors individuals who seek out the strongest and the best suited mates to pass on their genes, is there a biological biological advantage to falling in love over choosing the most advantageous partner gene wise no insult intended to my beloved (laughs) okay (laughs) okay dan there you go so yeah, so that, that
1: that's a pretty clean question. Yeah. So if you just want to propagate a survival, you yeah. pick the person and then you do that. Why does it, what's love got to do with it?
3: Why do we fall in love with a guy who looks like the penguin from Batman mm-hmm. and he's not rich mm-hmm. and you're a supermodel? Mm-hmm. How does that even That happen? doesn't happen too often. Basically if- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your
2: honesty. <laughs> thank you. I mean penguins go for penguins. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs>
2: I mean we didn't we didn't tend to fall in love with somebody from the same socioeconomic background, same general level of intelligence, same general level of good looks, same religious and social values. We do draw we are drawn to people to some extent, like ourselves, yeah,
1: but that's environmental, of course. Your your religion that you're born into is you're born into it. Yes, exactly. Right, and so right. socioeconomic, those are the people you Absolutely. hang out with.
2: But I do think you know people who are very uh, novelty-seeking and risk-taking go for people like themselves. People who are very traditional except go for people like themselves.
1: Helen, mm-hmm. except some of the greatest stories ever told, where people falling in love who were completely not right. the same, anything right. from Romeo and Juliet right. to to right. in in in, in.
2: Well, to Hillary and Bill Clinton. I mean, Hillary is high testosterone, and Bill is, I think, high estrogen. You know, <laughs> no, look you
1: know, snap.
3: Yeah. Well, well the, right, so, wanna...
2: so I can't accept
1: the blanket statement that people tend. I mean, yes, statistically, perhaps, but okay. the exceptions to that are so
2: extraordinary. Okay. So, sociology could be a lesson yeah. to us all. There's always exceptions. Okay. We are an animal that's flexible. No question about okay. it. Okay. An environment always plays a role. Next question. Oh, there good. we go.
3: All right, that was a good one. Oh, quick, oh. here we go. This one is for Dr. Tyson from Joy Green on Facebook. Dr. Tyson, my question revolves around the following topic: How can an average everyday citizen get others to fall in love with science? Oh, oh. look at Joy Negative Green. 16. Good one. Joy Green oh going my. outside the box. Outside the box. Going outside the
1: box. <laughs> Ooh, I got to team up with Helen here to find out. Can you fall in love with things that are not other members of your species? Can you fall in love with an idea, a principle, a philosophy, uh, a, a, pers- sex with it. A, a pursuit? Yeah. People who are serious hobbyists, you... The, the only word you can say is that they're in love with their craft. I
2: agree with you. These are basic all-purpose systems in the brain.
1: So you got your oxy, oxy...
2: oxy. Well, that's the dopamine system when you fall in love. It's the oxytocin system with feelings of attachment. But sure, these are, you know, the attachment system in the brain. You can be attached to your motorcycle. You can be attached to your girlfriend. But are those same chemicals
1: being excited when you're probably. when you're waxing your motorcycle? Yes, probably, oh, okay. yes. Or,
3: they're all-purpose or to system. lesser extents. Yeah. So can, can there be measured releases of these? Uh, you know, when yes. you say dopamine, like for instance, you do cocaine, your brain floods with dopamine. Yeah, absolutely. So it does absolutely, and
2: you can fall in love.
3: Too. All right, with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Last question. We don't love it. Just Got the way time it for smells. one more question. Go. Here we ch- go. One more. Fast. Fast. Go. Here we go. Uh, from Dewarmo Dave on Google Plus says: Is chastity healthy, and what are the effects of chastity? Mm. Ooh, go we for each it. Each his own. To each his own. That's it.
1: That's an awesome cop-out answer. I
2: mean, I I think you learn a huge amount about somebody when you when you make love to them, Mm -hmm. and it it triggers the brain circuitry for uh, romantic love. It triggers some of the brain circuitry for attachment, and it drives up the testosterone system so that you want more sex with them. But I can tell. I can to have sex and fall in love. And I can
1: tell you this: if you have a gene for chastity, you didn't inherit it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Very nice.
1: Thanks for listening to Star Talk Radio. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Many thanks to our comedian, our guest, our experts, and I've been your host, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Until next time, I bid you to keep looking up. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean.